Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Hello. <laughs> um, it is <laughs> sing it out. <laughs> um, it's an incredible privilege uh, for me to be able to share with us tonight. Um, yeah, really trusting um, that the Holy Spirit would come and speak through me. Um, yeah, that it wouldn't be my words. Uh, that my words would fall to the ground, um, but if anything, that the Holy Spirit would speak to us tonight, because um, I believe that there's something in the message that I've prepared, even in chatting with Conrad beforehand, um, yeah, that I really trust will touch us and, and help set us up for victory this year. Um, yeah, so, I mean, to, to start off, um, uh, Conrad asked me about two weeks ago, hey Matt, uh, we know it's your last Sunday, um, but would you, would you be keen to preach for us? And I said, yes, of course. And I had no idea what I was going to preach about. Um, and uh, as I was just preparing, I kind of went to the Lord and I said, Lord, what, what is it that you have on your heart? Um, because the brief, the brief that Conrad gave me was pretty simple. He said, Matt, just share something that's going to inspire and encourage. Um, that's really going to point the congregation to Jesus this year. Um, I mean, it's also a huge privilege that I can actually start the year off uh, I have the first official preach of the year, which is incredible. Um, and Conrad, thank you so much. Um, but before I jump too much into this, um, I firstly just want to say thank you to Conrad. Um, yeah, so for those of you who know me, I've been in the congregation for the last five years. Uh, and I have had the incredible privilege of being under Conrad for those five years. Um, and the Lord has done some incredible, incredible things in my heart, in Conrad's heart, um, and I can genuinely say that when you give yourself to your local church, uh, when you genuinely give yourself and allow yourself to be sharpened, uh, and Proverbs 27.12 talks about, uh, as iron sharpens iron, so does one man sharpen another. Uh, and I have seen that through our relationship. And Conrad, I want to honor you tonight. Uh, the way that you lead this congregation is incredible. Uh, the way that you love these people as a shepherd in the house is incredible. The way you lay down your life for these people, um, it is incredible. And, and I trust that even as we're being sent tonight, um, yeah, I trust that I'll take some of that with me. Um, the Lord is so incredibly on your life to lead, uh, and I'm so grateful to have spent the last five years under you. Um, and I just, just want to say thank you so much for that. Um, so let's jump in. Also, Chad, could you add a little bit on my high end? It sounds a bit hollow. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a sound guy by heart. I'm sorry. Um, all right, so before I jump too much into... Hey, that sounds good. Thanks. Um, before I jump too much into the preach itself, if you've got a notebook or a phone close by, please take it out. Um, you'll see why a bit later, um, but um, it's definitely going to be necessary. Um, and I actually brought with something that's also super necessary. Um, here it is. Sunscreen. You will understand why I've got sunscreen later. Um, it's just I've got a very fair skin, so I might get burnt uh, inside. Uh, so I'm just wanting to make sure. <laughs> so let's start off. Um, the Cambridge Dictionary defines consistency as the quality of always behaving or performing in a similar way or of always happening in a similar way. Let me say that again the quality of always behaving, performing in a similar way, or always happening in a similar way. You see, I believe that one of the fundamentals of being a Christian is actually being consistent in our walk with the Lord. I mean, the last couple of weeks have been a bit different because we've had holidays, we've been away, we've been time with family, uh, we've probably been to the beach or not. Um, yeah, it's, it's all like, it's been a bit up and down, but 
throughout this year, uh, I feel like one of the things the Lord is going to highlight to us is actually that we are called to be consistent. Um, so, I mean, if we look just briefly in Scripture, uh, he calls us to be consistent in prayer, where he says uh, to pray without ceasing, 1 Thessalonians 5. Uh, he calls us to be consistent with our emotions. Galatians 5 verse 22 talks about being self-controlled, right? Uh, Proverbs 27, 17 says, Whoever tends a fig tree will eat its fruit, and whoever looks after his master will be honored. So we need to be consistent with our emotions. And then, just scanning over these, we need to be consistent in worship, consistent in seeking the Lord, uh, consistent in loving one another, right? These are all things that the Lord has called us to. Um, but how do we get there? How, how do we achieve this consistency? Um, and I trust that this year would really be marked by that one word, is just being consistent. Uh, my dad and I have actually had some really cool conversations uh, over the last while about being consistent, so I've added a few of your thoughts in here. I hope you don't mind. <laughs> um, all right, first scripture quickly, um, Haggai 1 verse 5. So Haggai is one of the Old Testament prophets. They're speaking to the people. Uh, and he says very simply, very straightforward, think carefully about your ways. You can go read the full passage. It says, think carefully about your ways. Um, so I trust that we'll do that tonight. I trust that uh, I've got, actually, I've got a couple of questions for us um, that we're going to jump to in a second um, to hopefully highlight this. But he says, think carefully about your ways. Um, and I trust that as I ask us these questions, uh, these questions will allow you to self-reflect meaning to look to yourself and say, okay, how can, what can actually, what is the Holy Spirit highlighting to me right now? Um, and I trust that as we make these small adjustments, these little day-to-day changes, um, yeah, that'll help us be more consistent in our pursuit of Jesus. Um, so you're probably wondering why I've got the sunscreen. Um, I was actually, I was actually just praying to the Lord and asking the Lord, like, what, what story or what can I bring in that's going to help you guys remember what I'm sharing? Because we remember songs quite well, but preachers not as much. Uh, I still remember the first preach Conrad actually did the first day I came to Wellington PM, and that was Bultong Stops. And he spoke about us killing our idols because cows make Bultong. That's why Bultong Stops. So I still remember that. That was a really good preach. But I brought sunscreen, right? Now, in 2017, I had the privilege of doing Strandinsta. Uh, for those of you who don't know what Strandinsta is, it's basically like a, a service holiday. Uh, you go to one of your big uh, beach locations. Uh, I went to Artenbos. Uh, and you basically just play with all the kids and you do Bible stories and you do skits and puppet shows. Popagas, uh, popagas, yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, and it really isn't such an incredible time. Um, but as I mentioned earlier, I've got quite a fair skin. Uh, so for me going to Straninsta to spend three weeks at the beach camping, um, I had every intention of not burning. Every attention. Um, you see, the thing is, if you apply sunscreen, it's not just a once-off application. Right? When you go to the beach, sometimes you go and you apply it once, and you're like, cool, I've got sunscreen on, I'm sorted for the day, and then 10 minutes later, you're in the water, and it all washes off, and then you're kind of in the sun, and then like later in the afternoon, you're like, Yo, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling hot, and then you look in the mirror, and you're like, whoa! <laughs> Shucks, a bit of a crab. Um, but I made the decision not to get burnt. And so every single day, every single morning, I'd pull out my sunscreen while I was there with me, oh my word, um, and I'd put on sunscreen every single day, like thick layers of sunscreen, legs, arms, neck, everything. I wore a buff, I wore a hat. Uh, any opportunity I had to, like, stand in the, in the shade, I would stand in the shade, like, I did everything. Um, 
And honestly, the, the people kind of thought, like, yo, mate, aren't you being, like, a bit, uh, you know, like, I mean, like, seriously, I mean, I mean, to the extent you're going, but I'll have you know, I was the only person on that Stalinese team that did not burn. <laughs> um, and it's just, did you not burn? Well, I mean, let's be honest. Um, well, I was saying he also didn't burn. Um, very impressive, well done. Um, but because he was consistent with sunscreen, yeah. <laughs> um, so there's a there's a really there's a really cool quote um, there's a really cool quote that goes like this: uh, When people think about traveling to the past, you know, back to the future vibes. When people think about traveling to the past, they don't. Oh, it's a little bit too much gain. Got you, bro. Um, when people think about traveling to the past, they worry about accidentally changing the present. You know, if they do something, they travel back in time, they change something, like it's going to affect the, the present. But no one in the present really thinks they can radically change the future. We think when we go back in time, that if I went back, if I just changed this, it would radically change something like now. But we don't realize that right now we have the opportunity to set ourselves up for victory, to implement little changes that's actually going to change our future. Because our current present is our future past. It's way too much, but you'll get it. Um, <laughs> all right. So, all right. In light of these questions, if you've got your notebooks out, if you've got your phones out, um, yeah, I really trust. I'm going to give a bit of time. As, as I ask these questions, um, I've just got eight of them. It sounds like a lot. I promise you it's not that much. Um, but I really want to, to consider what the question is asking. Uh, and allow the Holy Spirit, I'm going to give a little bit of time in between each one, um, allow the Holy Spirit to highlight to you uh, just what each one implies and what it means. Um, yeah, and I trust it'll be good. So if you can throw up the first question for us, please, Elspeth. Oh yeah, I've got the transitions too. <laughs> what is one thing you can do this year to increase your enjoyment of God? What is one thing you can do this year to increase your enjoyment of God. I think the question is quite simple, but quite thought-provoking. Like, how do we enjoy God? Like, what is, what is that small thing that you can do that'll help you enjoy Him more? I mean, positively, you could say it's like, what can you add to your life now that will make you enjoy Him more? Maybe it's reading the Word. Maybe it's journaling His attributes. Maybe it's discovering more of God in Scripture. What's, what's one thing you can do? All right. Question number two. What is an impossible prayer that you can pray this year? See, when we pray and ask God for something that we can change, then we don't always necessarily ask it with faith. Because if the Lord doesn't answer the prayer, then we can do something about it, you know? But what prayer can you pray that if the Lord doesn't intervene, nothing will happen, nothing will change? What is that impossible prayer that you can pray this year?
Question three. In which spiritual discipline do you want to make the most progress this year? In which spiritual discipline do you want to make the most progress this year? Is it prayer, fasting, learning scriptures, worshiping? See, I feel like the point of these questions is to be very practical with yourself uh, and to be honest with yourself. Question number four. Don't worry, I've got a summary slide of all the questions afterwards. (laughs) Um, Question number four. What is the biggest, the single biggest time waster in your life? And how can you redeem that time? I was chatting to to Danny, my beautiful wife, on the way down to Wellington this afternoon. uh, And I was saying to her, oftentimes the first thing that comes to your mind when you ask that question, like what is the biggest time waster? often the first thing that comes to mind that you then try to justify and say it's not is probably the biggest one. Um, I mean, some of the examples here I had are TV, games, Facebook, Instagram, music, books, watching cricket, Tuliska, <clears throat> joking. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, how can, you, how can you redeem that time? Question five. Nice. Question number five. Where can you give more of yourself this year in church? Or stretch yourself? Where can you give more of yourself in church this year? Or stretch yourself in? Maybe that means joining the worship team. Maybe it means joining the sound team. Maybe it means... (laughs) Get a yay from Tristan. Uh, maybe it means, um, yeah, preparing your preachers or bringing in the lost or even opening up your home regularly for new people in church. Like, where can you give more of yourself this year? Some ties quite nicely into the previous preacher did, talking about um, that church is a team uh, and that we all contribute in team. Um, yeah, where can you contribute this year in team? All right, question number six. Am I going slow enough? Are you having enough time? There will be a summary slide afterwards. Um, <laughs> okay, question number six. For whose salvation will you pray most fervently this year? Fervently is a big word, but basically it means who is that one person that it feels like, your Lord, only you could really save them? Who is that one person that you will be on your knees for this year? And it can be very practical about this one. Uh, even if it means having a, a, a list, a prayer list, or starting a prayer list, uh, and writing that person's name there and trusting for them. Because um, the prayers, the prayers of the righteous are heard by the Lord, uh, and that he really, he really can do, he can really do the impossible. Um, yeah. Question number seven. What is one thing you could do to improve your prayer life this year? What is one thing you could do to improve your prayer life this year? 
as mentioned before, maybe that means having a playlist. Um, yeah, it means setting aside a time. Maybe it means riding a bicycle and praying while you ride. Just <laughs> Last question, question number eight. What single thing can you plan to do this year that will matter the most in 10 years' time or in eternity? What is that one single thing you can plan to do this year that will matter the most in 10 years or in eternity? I mean, maybe, maybe it means going to 412 for the first time. Maybe it means going on an outreach, whether that's local or international. What is that one thing? See, the point of the, point of the preach, the point of these questions is I'm not going to stand here and like go through a, you know exposition of the scripture or that scripture, but it's really trusting and allowing the Holy Spirit uh, to go over these questions and say, Lord, where are the adjustments you need to make in me? Start with me, Lord. Where, where am I falling short? Uh, where do I need to change? Uh, allowing our hearts to come humbly before him and say, Lord, actually, I realize that if, for this year to be set up to victory, I need to yield myself to your spirit leading. I need to yield myself to, if you're asking me to do a simple thing. Uh, one, of the, one of the questions, even as I was preparing, that, that I felt hit me, like I'm just like processing this. I'm like, Lord, what can I ask? And he says, okay, but ask about time-wasting. Like, it's so simple these days to waste time and to get so stuck up and so busy with this, that, the next thing, um, that we actually, we get to the end of the week and we're like, yo, I like, haven't spent that much time with the Lord, but you know, it's okay, we've got church and, and we kind of just carry on. Um, but in the same way, when we go to the beach and we spend a long time on the beach, we have to consistently put on sunscreen every hour, hour and a half, every single time. You've got to consistently do it. In the same way, we actually need to consistently be at the Lord's feet. Consistently, we see in Scripture all the time where Jesus actually went to be with the Father daily. Uh, he would wake up in the early hours of the morning and go spend time with the Lord, saturating his heart and his mind with the things of the Lord and the things of the Father, um, and allowing him to truly process process these things. Um, again, this 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 type of encouragement is saying, you know what? We have God, we have Jesus, we have the Holy Spirit um, that helps us that actually in all these things can come alongside us. And he says, I'm, I'm, I'm actually your paraclete. I had to use one Greek word. Um, I am your paraclete. I am, I'm the one who runs alongside you, helping you, spurring you on, encouraging you, um, and truly allowing him to, to, to shape and, and mold us this year. Uh, as I mentioned earlier, even just in, in honoring Conrad, one of the things that has shaped my life beautifully is me yielding myself to the local church, uh, yielding myself to the local leaders, um, and, and trusting that as you yield your life to the Lord, that actually these things will start shaping us and, and, and changing us uh, to look more like Jesus. Um, yeah, remember it's the small steps that ultimately lead us closer or further away from Jesus. It's the daily things. In positive, we can make small adjustments that lead us closer. In the negative, we can do small things every day that actually lead us further away from him. Um, and I trust that he'll lead us closer. Um, 
So actually, just before we get to, to, to some of the responses, um, I think it'd be cool if we spend time, I'm just going to give like five or six minutes, uh, turn one to another. Uh, if there is uh, not enough and there's, you need to sit in a group of three, please sit in a group of three. Um, but take these questions, we'll leave it up on the board, and just discuss them. Uh, in discussing them, we're also opening up for accountability and saying, hey, Help me this year. These are the things in my life that I want to change. These are the things that I feel the Holy Spirit highlighting to me. Remember, this isn't like a, a, a get-rich-quick kind of preach, like, a, yeah, you know. Um, but it's actually, it's actually, okay, what are those little things that you're going to help me with? Um, what are those little things that the Holy Spirit's going to highlight? Um, so we're just going to take five, five or so minutes, uh, turn one to another. The questions will be up on the board. Um, yeah, and then, um, and then we can carry on from there. Just to just to kind of close off, um, yeah, I really I trust that the discussions have been good. Uh, I trust that the questions have prompted us to look at our lives and say, Lord, what what can you change in me uh, that would make me look more like Jesus? Uh, what can you do in my heart um, that'll ultimately help me pursue you better, uh, to find you better? Um, and I want to end off with a a quote. Um, yeah, that struck me quite deeply, but it's so beautiful. It says, I've spent my whole life searching desperately, only to find that grace requires nothing of me. I've spent my whole life searching desperately, only to find that grace requires nothing of me. Um, and I think it's so beautiful, even, even with regards to all these questions and these things. Uh, it's very uh, admirable to say, okay, cool, I'm going to change all these things and I'll do all these things and go for it. But remember, consistency. Remember that it's the Holy Spirit that gives us grace to change. Uh, remember that us and ourselves, we are deprived and we're depraved and actually we need Jesus every single day uh, to change us. Uh, that if we do it in our own strength and in our own will, we're just going to fail miserably and be back at square one. Uh, and we're going to be like, and then we're going to feel further from him and it's just a constant struggle. Um, but actually trusting that in the little things the Holy Spirit will highlight to you and say, hey, we can change this. You can adjust that. Uh, let me lead you here. Let me show you this.